I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing Basketball. Basketball. Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. Hey coaches, welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to Coaching Youth Hoops. Before we jump in today, I just want to make sure you know what's going on. Uh, Coach Bill and I, over the over the last couple months, have been running an on-demand coaches clinic. Um, we're going to just kind of pull the curtain back, let you kind of hear a little bit of what's inside of those um, as far as handouts and, and videos and all that stuff. If you want to see what's available, go over to basketballcoachesclinic.com and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. Now, the other thing... To your point was, and stop me at any time, I know I'm rambling here talking about all this stuff, I get pretty jazzed about it, uh, is when it comes to um, learning, right, uh, The you, if I just tell you to do something, you'll retain about 5%, right? And, and yeah. then, you know, if I show you and tell you you'll read re, i think it goes to 20 percent, and then but if um i show you or i tell you show you show you a picture of it again it goes to 30 percent, etc so it's this pyramid of how the kids can learn up to the point where they're teaching and when they teach it's 90 percent retention rate if you do you know show tell demo right mm, they actually do yeah. the thing on the court and then like i do this a lot on our inbound plays even i shouldn't say that all plays i'm like okay yeah. we've been running this or let's say for example i have um i have a new person joining our team hey you know mm. addison can you show um you know uh jennifer how to run you know our inbound play so she goes yeah. and shows her how to run the inbound play. Sometimes I give them 
I give now I do I handpick who can show because I know she knows it. Right. Right. So you don't confuse like, oh, you forgot that one screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so I, I sometimes I get feedback on that. Well, you can't have yeah, like okay. You handpick the person you want to show, right? Now yeah. you can keep it even simpler than that with your team. You could say, Hey, Johnny, can you show us how do you I really liked your um stance your defensive stance and your shuffle can you show us how you do that mm, yeah he does his shuffle right i did this last night right we're doing this new um thing coming off of a screen where we it's hard to explain over audio here but you're you're basically you wait you're waiting if you're wait if you're being screened from your teammate you're kind of doing a hop before you take off yeah. Because what that okay. does, that gets the defensive nervous. The defense gets nervous. They don't know if you're going to back cut. You're going to come off of that screen. So they're kind of in. They're kind of hopping themselves in limbo. Like which way is she going to go? And then depending on what you see, boom, you take off and you you know you can take uh, off of that uh, screen and go. So yeah. versus just waiting for the screen, you're sitting there and you only go one direction. Anyway, so I the, this uh, player of mine. She did an awesome job of this hopping yeah. on the screen. So I stopped practice and I said, Mackenzie, can you show us how you did that? That was executed perfectly. All right. So yeah. then she goes and shows us how she did it. And I'm like, two claps for Mackenzie, right? And then we get back into practice. Yeah. Done. 30 and seconds. then now Mackenzie is an expert at this hopping thing in her own mind. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Ah, so she I saw like it. She yeah. did it. She demoed it. She taught the other people how to do it. I bet every time now we have a game this weekend, I'll let you know. Uh, she'll do it in the game. <laughs> right? Yeah. She knows. It's like, hey, I'm the expert on the on the hop. Right? Yeah. Oh. Right. Just, I like you know, that. And again, yeah. if you can encourage and inspire, and you know, and I know what you mean. And and when you said, you know, hey, I'd like to get a few more wins or the kids don't, maybe the wins isn't their motivation. Yeah. Right. And and maybe they feel like, well, we're not that good, so we're not gonna win anyway. So right. flip the flip the outcome. And the outcome isn't necessarily the wins, it's the progress you make in those the turkeys, the X, Y, and the Z. Come up with a different definition of winning, right? Especially yeah. at that age, yeah. than the right. actual win itself. Because the wins will come right does that make sense so yeah if we could put I up six never, turkeys a game it'd be no problem that's a win right or that's x number win. of rebounds per game hey that's a win right and i literally the girls will yeah my team they will say coach how many rebounds we got i'm like we have i forget what our goal let's say it's 12 15 and the, i'll say we have 12 and they're like okay let's go get we got three more to get before the end of the, the game. game right and i'm like wow yeah like you know, versus like they're they're not working towards anything other than the win. Otherwise, right? Yeah, I and, like I, that. and, and then I uh, say to him, I, I think said, we okay. got to start keeping stats. Yeah. yeah, I keep stats. So I um, we'll yeah. go through that the three things, and then I said, if we this is a win for us, regardless of what the outcome is, if we can hit these three, one, it's maybe because we're struggling on these three areas a little bit. Um, yeah, but they're all related to 
what I want to teach as a program, usually right around there. Um, I don't know. I just kind of gamify it though and, and uh, um, make it, make this win different than the, what it says in the scoreboard. Right. Yeah. I like that. Especially as a team that didn't win a game last season. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. And that's, uh... yeah. And it's, you know, they may feel like oh, we didn't win a game last season or we don't look that much better this season. And, you know, are we going to get this win? And they said, there's so much self doubt, right? Uh, and, right. But if you can give them wins along the way, like we, for example, we played this team. It was a, uh, we are seventh and eighth. This was a high school ninth grade team. Okay. We took yeah. them to double, or we took them to double overtime? Overtime for sure. It was overtime. And we lo- literally lost in a buzzer beater layup. Okay. And they, so, you know, obviously heartbreaking, sad, but it was probably the best win we've had all that win was the best win we've had all season. Okay. So what I defined the win was girls, you're seventh and eighth grade. You played a high school team. You took them to overtime. You lost by a last minute layup. The other thing that they did was that, and our girls have never seen it before. Thank goodness I did. It was a one-two-two half-court trap. Okay. Okay. And we never practiced a one half-court one-two-two trap, and it was tenacious. And I said, "Okay, no problem. Time out. This is how you beat a one-two-two." They executed flawlessly. And it was yeah. a very simple thing. I told them to do because as you know they're kids and they don't you know if we didn't practice it it was i call it volley you're literally in a one two two um you're literally throwing the ball back and forth from one person was three people so three people one two three back and forth until the defense makes a decision and then you attack and it created wide open layups for us in the defense so Mm, they executed it perfectly and i said girls that's a win that's a huge win. Yeah. Right? You took direction. You never practiced something before. You took a high school team to overtime. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd like the W on that one. But, man, that was that was the best game you played all season. You should be proud of yourselves and yeah. what you achieved in that game. Right? So, um, you know, again, if you define it only success by the wins – and you never win like you did last year, then you get the kids get down, you get down, you feel like coach have been there. You feel like, man, I just is it me? Right. Yeah. I, just went, you know, I wasted <laughs> all of this time, right? Or it feels like I didn't teach them what they need and we didn't improve. And but if you have milestones that you're looking at improvement, it'll change your mindset, it'll change the kids' mindset. So yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, that's good. Anyway, I, I know I talked a lot about that, but is there any other specific questions or things that you might be struggling with? Yeah, so I guess I got two two, two things for you. And then yeah. um, so first is just a comment. Kind yeah. of would love your, your input on it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. This is more the inter-coach dynamic. So uh, it's funny. We were talking volleyball earlier. So I'm really a a volleyball player more than a basketball player. Okay. Um, I learned how to play basketball when I was 21. 
was a senior in college and I just like LeBron James went back to Cleveland. I went to Ohio state. I just, I started playing pickup. Like I would go, I worked at the gym there. So I'd go and like, you know, do two hours of like dribbling and shooting skills by myself in the morning yeah, and then play pickup from six until, you know, basically when the second half of the Cavs started that night. Um, so I like, I think I'm very good at teaching the skills, right? Okay. I can teach. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. A problem last year we had a kid who was jumping off the wrong foot on the layup. And like when I was, you know, not that long ago, I had the same issue and I'm like, yeah. this is how I did it. And I'm like, so those things I honestly think are, our coaching staff is pretty good at doing. We we yeah. can teach the skills in a way that resonates with them. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get now. It's like so. There's there's two things now. I think as a as a staff, we got to improve our own internal consistency. I wrote down about your vocab list. That's something we definitely because you know we throw I we throw too much information. So I actually had a big fight with my head coach in like a friendly way, but um about like he's like i don't know we just like we can't get to learn i'm like we're doing a bad job teaching you know maybe maybe our kids are not all einstein but like we have to do we have to change our methods until something works or else you know Mm -hmm. we just have to keep if we give up then we should just find a different coach to take us um but so i guess my my question is that that was more just an observation i guess um how would you implement so we've been doing like this slow motion uh slow motion half court offense where there's no shooting and it's just okay pass all right now you cut all right you see this player cutting now you've got to slide over and replace and like trying to get it into the the flow of the offense without actually even shooting we're like we're just doing passing cutting you know dribble to the basket okay kick it out we're trying to get them to Start to under. I guess. Do you think that that's an effective way to to teach them how to, you know, the principles of motion offense? We've kind of like tactically. Head coach thinks we should run a triangle because our center is a liability. He just can't handle the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, we should do a triangle." And I'm like, "Okay, well, go on YouTube and I'll learn about the triangle offense." But like, why don't we just do? you know, pass and cut. Like, I don't think these kids are going to do plays. Like we just need to do like the principles of just like, okay, if you, you know, make sure there's two on the weak side. And then if you cross over to the, to the other block, when the shooter's on the other side and, you know, cut and replace and screen and all these principles that you can, if we could just embed those principles, I think we'll have more success than trying to run like a play. We, we tried, we tried a few last year and it just like, our execution was weak, and if anything happened, we would just totally fall apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that, again. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It, it's, it's, again, you have a young team. You're doing a good job. It's going to happen. It's going to take time. So, okay. So just, you know, you're there. You're there for the kids, right? Okay. So just relax, right? It's going to happen. But a couple things. So, Definitely a walkthrough like that and, you know, you know, five on O and just going through the steps is really important. So they get the feel of what you're trying to teach. Okay. Then break it down into chunks and maybe in your drills, you already do that. So you could have two players, one passes to a player on the, the, you got player on the top player in the wing wing or the top player passes to the wing player that just passed cuts and maybe you do a give and go and you know you're you're breaking it down into chunks right then you add a third player what does he do maybe they they fill and then next man up right so then you go uh maybe go uh two on zero maybe you go two on one so it's basically you want to definitely create though small-sided games and small-sided games means you're going you could be going two on two um and they're really quick sprints of a one thing you're trying to teach them right now right. in a motion offense there's you know there's a few things and but focus on one per five minute segment otherwise you're just going to blow the kids heads up and, and it's hard yeah it's hard i'm gonna say I'm, I'm i'm not the best at it either yet but uh it's you know, I, I really try to focus five minute segments. Okay, this segment, if I'm doing a motion offense, I'm, I'm just working on the cut after the pass. And there's a science behind it. Yeah. Take the person opposite, come towards the ball, make sure you cut in front of the defense. You could be the defense in this case, right? So yeah. you get a feel for it, right? Um, and then, yeah, so break it. So big, right? Five on O, show them. And then bring it all the way down into those uh, two on zero and then build it back up where you end with a five on five. And then you score not just how many points they're making on the, but hey, they did a cut. That's a point, right? Defense stopped the cut. That's a point for defense. Hey, they did a pass in whatever, if it's screen away, that's one more point. Yeah. Right. Again, right. gamify it. Whatever you want to emphasize and whatever you want them to do in the game, give them points in practice. All right. And yeah. Anyways, like does that, that make sense? So big. Yeah. Break us. it all down and then build it back up piece by piece, layer yeah. by layer. Right. Yeah. So that, that will definitely, like that. definitely help. Uh, yeah. And, we're going to gamify I'm gonna practice. I'm going to do a, uh, what's that? I said, we're definitely going to gamify practice. That's, uh, that's yeah, a big yeah, no, takeaway from this. Kids, yeah. And then after yeah. yeah, you know, so okay, so what we what we do, and I love it. I created this, um, and you've heard it on the podcast before, this red dot framework. Okay. Um, and it's 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 an acronym for the three things, the game and the court that I believe in, 
rebounding, efficient scoring, and defense. If we can get those three things down, we're going to win a lot of games. Then yeah. the bigger game is the game in the head. So we talk about um, the dot is drive, open, together. Now, drive and open is a double meaning, right? Because it's drive and open at basketball. But this particular drive means energy and effort. Open means I'm coachable. Okay. Yeah. And I'm open to this is kind of the bonding part of the team as well, which is I'm open to my teammates helping me out. Okay. I'm open yeah. to she's a little different than me and that's okay. We're on a team together, right? Her skill level is better than mine or worse than mine, but you know what? We're on a team together and she's my teammate. And then the T, the last part is that together. Okay. So then what we do at the end of practice is peer to peer recognition. I will pick someone, Patrick, Hey, you get to give the first red dot out today. And they f- get a physical red dot that they put on their water bottle. Right. Okay. So I give them, you know, you see those, like buy them at Staples and they're just red dots uh, that yeah. in the office. And, um, and so I give one to Patrick or Patrick, you give one out to player X, player X then gives out to player Y and player Y gives out to player Z. So we give out three a night. Then it the so uh, let's say I give one to you. Say Patrick, man, I really yeah, on that defensive drill, man, you really boxed out and did a great job on rebounding. So it relates back to the red dot. Hey, you know, um, Patrick, you were you know, yeah, I really appreciate you um, because you really you were really open when I was telling you how to do something so we can improve as a team, right? So it relates everything kind of relates back to the the you know our framework and what we believe as a team yeah so okay so then the red dots and then you know there's girls with red dots just on you know filled up on their water bottle and they collect them and they get excited but it's not me giving them out right unless there's a special i make that more of a special occasion okay because they think it's a bigger deal then versus me always giving them out and then making it fair and then everybody gets one and it's like no Right. It's um, the their peers yeah. are their peers are recognizing some someone who did a great job right in practice. And that yeah. way, again, that that's that team togetherness and bonding that that creates as well. And the physical. The the red dot and that physical nature of I'm giving Patrick, you're giving me a gift. Right? I gave you a compliment and a red dot. Right. Yeah. So, if we make a big right. deal about the red dot, we do it in every practice. If I'm doing a clinic, we we do everybody gets. On a, if I'm doing a clinic, we get a board that has everybody's name on it. If I'm doing a three day clinic, right, and then I give out red dots, and their peers give out red dots, and they put them next to their name, right. So it's a, you know we make a big deal about this, right? Again, we want yeah. this trying to create that team unity. So. Just something to think about there. Um, yeah, is that was that helpful? Is that that's extremely ideas? helpful. No, that's uh, yeah, that, that's I, I think that's brilliant. Um, I, I really like my my number one takeaway is definitely figuring out the games within the game. Yeah, what you know, how to make everything competitive. The red dot, you know, that's not necessarily like one kid loses, one kid wins, but like that still creates the yeah. energy that we're going for. So. 
Well, you know, worse the energy for me. Would have, I want a red dot. I didn't get one today. <laughs> right? Man, I'm going to bring <laughs> yeah, it tomorrow. Right. I want a red dot. Right? Yeah. Had, well, the other thing I do too, and again, remember, this is the same age you have. So I got seventh, eighth grade yeah. girls. Now, girls are a little bit more mature than boys at that age. Right? Uh, I also <laughs> coach an eighth grade boys team, and they're just crazy. Okay. Different. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> but the boys are much more athletic. But the girls also, uh, also listen a lot better and they're more coachable. Uh, <laughs> Just a shout out to my boys team. I love you guys too. Um, but I pick, um, I don't call them team captains, but it would be the equivalent of that. I call it my leadership team. And okay. I, hand, I, I handpick those girls in this case because I'm with them a lot longer too. It's not like you could do this. Um, my other boys team is a rec team and I only have one practice one hour every week. And so you just don't yeah. have time to really do all of the stuff I would love to do. Anyway, so uh, we have this leadership team and a leadership council. We meet on a regular basis and they get to make decisions about, mm. OK, what's the pregame warm up? Are we going to okay, let's again, girls say we're going to braid our hair? Are we going to color our hair? Are we going to wear you know, the black socks versus the white socks, whatever it is. Um, yeah. What team bonding activities are we going to do? Um, uh, you know, so they decide all of that kind of stuff. Um, or I just, I'm doing some new um, sweatshirt designs and, you know, I share it with them. Which ones would you wear? Right. So then they pick and I'm like, okay, great. There it is. That's the one. Yeah. You know? So, oh, I really like that. Yeah. So I just empower them, but they're not necessarily captains where, you know, they're going out for the jump ball and, you know, that type of thing. Sure. Or uh, to talk to the refs that, that, that I might change, but I want to empower. And I rotate those kids from season to season. I want to okay. empower them to step up, to be leaders. So now what I've created is let's say it's just, Hey, you know, uh, I pull them aside. Guys, we're, you know, you know me, I love fun, but it's getting a little too much, right? We need to, we need to bring it back into balance. And so what they've done several times is um, they've had team meetings. These are some of the eighth grade girls. They had team meetings 15 minutes before yeah. practice and say, Hey guys, basically, Hey guys, we got to get it together. Right. You know, this is yeah. fair for coach. You know, we shouldn't have lost that game last week. It's because we didn't have very good practices this week. We need to do it better as a team. And here's here. And they, you know, they, sometimes they go into here are the three things we're going to focus on. Right. Wow. So that teaches That's them incredible. leadership skills as well. Right. And I coach yeah. them on that stuff too. Right. So it's, anyway, right. it's, um, and again, you could do that. Does any of them have uh, eighth grade cousins who live in New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten knock on wood very lucky um having some very uh, amazing kids in the program and um but you know I've also cultivated that too right 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 and yeah. we we attract a certain kid type as well you know and yeah. if you don't if you if you're only and this is why I go back to the wins. If that's all you think sports is about and that's your, you know, as a parent, you know, you can say, oh, yeah, my daughter was on this elite team and they went undefeated, but yet she has no social skills or understands the true meaning of sports and no team skills. Right. Fact, that's what you want, you know, but that's not what sports is about. And that's what it shouldn't be about. It's, you know, it for me, the, the, um, 
the gym is a classroom and I'm a teacher, right? I just happen to teach basketball and then, yeah. And, and show kids how to work together that are very different from one another. Right. And how to overcome, um, you know, some hurdles, uh, how to talk to adults, right. If it's ref, it's at me, right. If it's, yeah. you know, whatever else. Right. So anyway, bigger approach than just the wins and losses. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Any other questions? I know we're kind of long in this podcast, but I think this is really good because these are, these are the types of questions we get on a regular basis. And that's why I wanted to get yeah. you on here because, you know, I think other coaches are struggling with the same thing you are. And I know I have, I mean, I, yeah. you know, I pull out my hair. It's like, sure. what else, uh, why aren't you learning the offense? I mean, I don't know how more simple it can be. Right. It's like, even yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, after you pass, you cut. That's it. I'm tall. I want you to do this game. Just, I, I just don't want you to stand still, but yet they still stand yeah. still. And I'm like, what am I missing? You know, like what, what part of pass and you cut to the basket, right? Um, yeah, anyway. it's. Uh, I get it. Well, believe coach, me. no, I really appreciate you taking the time. This is uh, this is extremely helpful. I was really happy when you emailed me back. That's uh, oh, good. You know, we will. Uh, we're gonna have a coaches conference call this weekend and uh, implement some changes for next week. Awesome. Figure out what the yeah. version of the red dot is gonna be. There you go. That's right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, again, you're doing a great job. Just love on the kids. They'll respond, change a few things within practice. Um, and you'll be surprised how quickly, you know, you'll, those kids will, uh, you know, dive on the, uh, dive on the floor for a loose ball, right. Uh, or you know, get that little bit of extra out of them in a game. Um, yeah. So, but again, it, it does take time. And if, like you said, if they're a newer group to basketball, even though they're seventh and eighth grade, you know, you just have to have patience and just relate yeah. the game to them and make sure you're talking the same language. That's one of my biggest takeaways this year is that, you know, language, the language barrier, so to speak, right. That I've had, yeah. I've had between myself and the team this year. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I love it. No, I think I'm going to start working on a vocab list too. It's <laughs> uh it's a great one. No, because I like I, you know, I call the secret spot is the the area on the baseline behind the basket. Yeah, kind of okay. near the block, but within the paint. Yeah. I call that yeah. the secret spot. It's just okay. the first time someone told me where that was, it's a secret spot. And but you know, like a kid could easily not know what the secret spot is. And even though I've yeah. explained it to him before, he forgets yeah. because it's a secret. Of course. The secret, right? Yeah. We call that yeah. the gray zone. It's related oh, I like to defense, okay. but yeah, we call it the gray zone. We want to push people to the gray zone. Um, yeah, it's the more of the short corner, but yeah, it's like that. It's like you know, and there's 101 ways to teach the game. 101 ways. And yeah, I've just known that it's like some people like to pass and cut. Some people like to pass and screen away. Some like to pass and screen on ball. It's like okay, all of those are right. It's whatever you right. want to do, right? Um, yeah, don't well, doubt yourself as long as again you're you're you know, not being crazy and you're good with the kids and you know, just keep on doing what you're doing. Be patient. Appreciate All it. right, coach. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I coaches, I hope this was, uh, you know, thank you for sticking with us. If you'd lasted this long in the podcast as is, is coach Patrick, I uh, appreciate you sharing with us. Uh, and uh, please 
I'm going to have you back on in the end of the season and see how you did, see what you implemented and see how things change. So email me on your first win. Okay. (laughs) I will. I will. I hope you get that email this year. (laughs) Me too. But I want to know about what all your other wins, right? Besides the W column. That's right. I like that. All right, coach. Thank you for your time and good luck. All right. See you. Good luck this season. You too. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.